Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. How's it going? It's going. Hi. Busy, busy. It is. Never stops. Never stops. Thanksgiving's coming. Yep. And it's, I don't know, this this month is flying. It's already the 14th. It's almost halfway through. Yes. Isn't that crazy? And Christmas is looming ever closer. And your birthday. Ah. (laughs) It's not just Christmas, it's your birthday and Christmas. Yes. Double whammy. Double whammy for your mom. But it's okay. You will always be the best Christmas present I've ever received. Thank you. There's all that. Yay. How are you? I'm good. Hanging in there. Good. Froggy today. But I don't know, like you saying, you've been sneezy. Mm -hmm. I've been sneezy. So um, other than that, I feel pretty good. Just uh, sneezy in the air. Mm -hmm. Our furnace new filter is time to get changed. And usually when that that happens, I start getting sneezy. Gets a little dusty. So, Mm. but other than that, pretty good. Considering... All the stuff that's probably going around nowadays. That's true. It's that fall, kind of fall into yes. winter kind of time that usually a lot of people get the sniffles. Oh, yes. I know a lot of people have already been super sick. Yeah. Well, it's like cold, super cold in the morning, and then it's hot in the day. Well, not hot, hot. It's been kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it gets really cold again at night. And so. Yeah. Stained glass and light. That's what we're talking about. Stained glass and light. I was like, we did do electricity. Yes. But I thought, you really need light, though, for stained glass to shine. Yes. And generally, it is natural light. And light is different than electricity. Exactly. So I thought it it was okay. So I didn't mind doing those two together. And uh, yeah. Stained glass and light. Do Do you like stained glass? Yes, they're very pretty. Would you ever like to make stained glass? I don't think I would want to make it. I don't have any desire to work with glass. Like, I know a lot of people like to do blown glass. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. It's a very cool art, but I've never had any real desire to work with glass. I just don't. I mean, part of that's probably from working in a liquor store. I have cleaned oh, up so, so much, much glass, glass. Yeah. that I don't want to deal with it in my leisure time. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy looking <clears throat> at stained glass. I enjoy seeing it in passing, but I don't want to make it. It's hard. I tried it once. Uh, I knew a gal who did that for a hobby and made glass, and I ended up making a butterfly and... Yeah. Boy, I have such respect for the craft because it was not easy. And it really wasn't that difficult a a project, but it was hard. A lot harder than I thought it would be. And it's a lot more dangerous than I thought. And I'm not really one to delve into dangerous crafts much. Mm -hmm. Things that are, you know, can hurt you a lot. Kind of not my thing. I I was always in a cross stitch and stuff like that. Yeah. So welding is probably not your forte. No. No. So, you want to pick a song? I'll let you I will song. get into a song. 
We'll start with song this time. Now the question is, which song, which song, which song? I guess I'll just get right into the the new stuff that came out. Stray Kids came out with a new mini album. It's so good. <sighs> They're so just, good. It's, they never cease to amaze me. It's so good. And I just, I don't even feel like I had enough time with Five Star Right. Before this one came out. And so I'm just like, I just, I just bought an album from you. Like, what do you mean you're having a comeback? Ah, but it's really good. I it's really, really good. I really like this comeback. It's really good. And thus far, my favorite track off the mini album is Blind Spot. So I'm going to get into that. This is Blind Spot by Stray Kids. Okay. Blind Spot by Stray Kids. Whee! That whole album is fantastic. It's so good. I, I've only listened to it once, but it's I, really good. Yeah, I went out and bought all the versions the day it came out. Had to be done. It had to be done. It so, had to be done. That's why I got I, a membership. I have all the Stray Kids albums, so at this point, I'm like, I just I kind of need to... Yeah. And they're all the same size. They are all the same size, which I greatly appreciate. It <laughs> makes putting them on a shelf much easier because yeah. then you can put it in chronological order and it's in size order and it makes your brain happy. Unlike some groups <coughs> <laughs> that I know that I'm looking at on my shelf right now. Where all but I really don't want to knock it because I like the art. So I like I, the I creativeness and that but whole thing. We just need a K-pop house. It's mildly annoying when I want to have the albums in chronological order, but I also want them in size order so it's more aesthetically pleasing and mm -hmm. easier to organize. And it's just, it's hard for my brain. Makes my brain very She's sad. used to albums all being the same size, pretty much. They might, yes. But the only difference in albums is the thickness. CDs but are pretty much all the same size. CDs are pretty much all the same size. Less, Vinyls. But the thickness. All That's the, the only size. difference. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're spoiled over here when it comes to things that are mm -hmm. very symmetrical. Well, I do the same thing with books, too. I like my books to be in, like, size order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just like a brain thing. It, I, uh, I think we're all kind of like that maybe in a little bit because even my piles, I like the piles to be symmetrical. Size order. Yeah, the big stuff yeah, goes on the bottom the and the big, little stuff goes on the top. Or the big stuff in the back, the little stuff in the front yes. so you can see the little stuff and yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so mm -hmm. Maybe no, our brains are like that. Uh, we like section things off and like it symmetrical. Unlike a stained glass window. That Boom. Has different shapes and sizes, but they all fit together. So you're just going to have to figure out a way that your K-pop stuff fits like a stained glass window. Uh, I have to Tetris it. Is that what you're saying? You're going to have to Tetris it. I understand. Well, I'm going to pick my first song, too. My, as we'll, we'll do songs first, just for fun. Because I usually do words first, so songs first. Okay. So I, I just found this song, but it came out in 2018. 
and it's by 17 and it's falling for you and i love this song so this is my new favorite song and i thought you know stained glass you kind of fall in love with certain ones anyway i do i like all stained glass though pretty much i've always loved stained glass of everything i like the simple stuff i like the boring stuff i like the I love the storytelling windows mm -hmm. are my absolute favorite. Um, so I picked Falling For You by Seventeen, and it came off the mini album Plot in 2018. So go. Falling for You by Seventeen. Yay! Yeah, it's such a cute song. I love that song so much. Yay! Yay for Seventeen. I haven't listened to them for a while. I also have not listened to them for a while. They have a lot of music coming out. I know, and they're really, really sounding better and better and better. Mm -hmm. um, I just haven't gone down the Seventeen rabbit hole for a while, so that was a lot of fun. And I just happened to stumble on it, just when I'm looking around for stuff, mm -hmm. which... I always love, I always love finding new songs. It's a probably a daily thing almost by now. But it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and they're right in my range and everything, so I like singing. I definitely need to now that I got, you know, <laughs> sneezy and frog throat. So, yay. So I picked two words of the week. Two double, double whammy words. Yeah. We're getting smart. We're getting super smart this time. So, this one is desiderata, desiderata, D-E-S-I-D-E-R-A-T-A, and it's things wanted or needed. It's from the Latin word, um, it means things desired, hmm. and I used it in a sentence. The desiderata for a vacation are time and money. So you always need, like, all your stuff for stained glass. You need a lot of stuff. Yeah. You need a lot of tools. You need a lot of things. You need to be, you really need to be organized. And there's a lot of things you'll need or want. So I picked that word, and then I picked foozle. 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 F-O-O-Z-L-E. And it's a clumsy or botched attempt at something, especially a shot in, gol in golf. So it's to botch up something to make a mess out of it, which <laughs> you there's a good chance you could make a mess out of a stained glass window. Yes, I, I definitely foozled a bunch when I went golfing with my work team. Yes, foozle is a fun word. I didn't know. It's, I hadn't heard it in a long time. Mm -hmm. um, it came out like the 1860s. They're, they really don't know the origin of this word much, mm -hmm. but they think it might be German from like Fusian to work badly, clumsily, and hurriedly. Mm -hmm. So I used it in a sentence. The student attempt to make a stained glass window, but got impatient and foozled the entire project. <whistles> yeah. Foozle. Foozle. It's a fun word. It, it is a fun word. <laughs> it's kind of a cute word. It is cute. So, about stained glass. Let's jump in. Let's okay. go. Okay. Um, 
is defined as glass that has been colored and cut into various shapes, which I'm sure who knows, mm -hmm. uh, to form pictures or patterns and used especially in church windows. And they're made up of colored and painted glass pieces held together by lead strips. So that's what classifies it. Okay. Everybody pretty much knows. But. Yeah, it's good to set out a basic. Right, right. Yeah. And they were especially popular in Europe in the period between 1150 and 1550, when they were a predominant feature in cathedrals and other churches, as well as city halls and homes for the elite. Yeah, you couldn't afford it unless you had money. True. <laughs> uh, the first pieces of decorative glass are from uh, 2750 BC. Mm. Credited to the Egyptians. Man, those Egyptians, they really had going on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they must have really had... Cause, well, was it the Romans that had running water, like warm running water... I believe the Egyptians did, too. The Egyptians had indoor plumbing. They had indoor plumbing. Yeah. They knew how to heat water. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And they were made, they would make decorative beads of glass by winding the molten glass around a clay core, which would then be removed. Hmm. So they would like fire it up and they'd make these. It's cool. I'm just like, wow. Even back then, they would think to make those. I think it's safe to say that as long as humans have been humans, we like shiny things. We always love shiny things. We like and we're pretty, very creative. Yeah, pretty shiny things. Every, you know, everyone, every generation has creativity. Mm -hmm. Cavemen, they figured out how to hunt and gather and do all the stuff and build fires and draw on walls. Draw on walls. And stained glass is used to educate because there was a lot of illiterate people. Mm -hmm. So you could teach through stories. So that's why a lot of them were stories. And yeah. So um, the oldest stained glass in Europe dates back to 686 AD. Wow. These fragments were found in a monastery in the UK and are considered the earliest evidence of stained glass windows. Long ways. Uh, medieval artists liked adding themselves to the art. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Most likely to show everyday occurrences like selfies are for us today, which I thought was kind of clever. Because even cavemen would write on the walls and they would draw themselves, themselves in everyday situations mm -hmm. to, to teach, to teach your kids. And yeah. They often added themselves into places that, like, working, showing the working class. Mm -hmm. They they hardly ever showed themselves, like, elite. But well, always. If they weren't, yeah. Always to represent the working class. Yeah. And the largest stained glass window is 22,381 square feet. Oh, wow. It is located at the Resurrection Cemetery in Justice, Illinois. And it features religious depictions, and it may not be on the the most famous of stained glass, but it's certainly the largest. In Illinois, of all places, I was thinking you were going to say Italy or something, and something 
yeah. something fancy and far away. And you're like, nope, it's in Illinois. And there's so many beautiful, iconic windows around. I didn't even go into the mm. list. Of, yeah, there's a ton. But it's fascinating to go and. And you can see pictures. One thing that's beautiful about nowadays is you got your phone. You got access to photos of anywhere. You can travel anywhere with your phone, mm-hmm. which we didn't have that. My kids, you had you had the Encyclopedia Britannica. That's what you had. <laughs> you did. That was the only thing. And hopefully they had pictures of stuff. But not always. Nowadays, you could actually... Do, what do they call it? Like a surround picture? Like a 360 street yeah. view of it? it yeah. could show you everything. You could take a foot walk with your phone. How cool is that? So That's probably the only way I'll get to see some of these. <laughs> I, would, I would love to go see all the cathedrals. And that would be fabulous. Rome is on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. uh, so... Should we do a song? We can do a song. Or a joke. I've got... Mm. I keep getting like these bombardments of jokes, so I don't know. Let's get a couple jokes out of the way. I got eight this time. I'm feeling jokes. Let's do two. Okay. Did you hear about the glass blower who accidentally uh, inhaled? No. He ended up with a pain in his stomach. (laughs) 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 Yeah. What's a turkey's favorite dessert? What? Peach gobbler. <laughs> it's funny because we were talking about peach gobbler this morning. <laughs> good. So, That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, there you go. I could tell one more. If you Boy, want. Let's do it. Let's go. What will reading sun jokes under the sun make you? What? Well read. Red. <laughs> R-E-D. Well read. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're stretching a little. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for my next song pick, I'm going to go on a bit of a little tangent just because I think this dude is really cool. So there is this, I think he's a newer artist, um, but he's blowing up on like Facebook and TikTok and all of the, the socials. His name is Connor Price and he's... A rapper, a hip hop artist, but what he does is he has a globe and he spins it and wherever his finger lands, whatever country it's on, he researches the country and finds an artist from that country to collaborate with. Oh, that's cool. It's so cool. And it's like what I I do try to, you know, find different music. It's too. really, really cool. So he came out with a whole album called Spin the Globe. Of him collaborating with different artists from all around the world. And the song that I picked is Violet. So it's Connor Price and artist Killa, who is from Zambia in Africa. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I'll show you the video after. But he's collaborated with like a Japanese artist, a South American artist, just all kinds of people. And he just sends them the beat. Mm. It says, write whatever you want for it. (laughs) And then they do and send it back to him. And some of it is in their native language. Some of it's not. It's super cool. That is cool. It's a really cool project. I'm excited. I haven't heard it. So So this is Violet by Connor Price featuring Killa. Nice.
Let's go. Violet by Connor Price featuring Killa. Oh, I like that. It's it really, really good. It's a great beat. It's so, oh, it's really good. <laughs> Tickles my brain. It is good. I really enjoyed that. I just love that he finds different artists from all over the world to collaborate with. How cool is that? It is so fun. In my mind, that's that's the ultimate dream right there. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's what's up. You're just really... collaborating with everybody and anybody. He'd really create some some rare, unusual, and and inspiring things by doing that. It, well, that's the coolest thing about it, because he just lets them do their thing. And like the Japanese artist, he raps in Japanese. And Connor Price is like, I have no idea what he's saying, but it sounds amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, that yeah. is the vibe. Oh. I love that. And music transcends language and, yeah. and, and you know barriers. Oh, yeah. I love foreign music. So. I mean, that was one of the things that I really, really liked about Mirror Mirror by Millie featuring Changbin from Stray Kids and mm -hmm. F-Hero is that it's got English rap, Thai rap and Korean rap. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. Three different languages. Yeah. In and how often does that happen? Uh, never. Exactly. <laughs> and I I love that type of stuff. Yeah. So it makes me happy to see there's other artists out there that are creative, creative yeah. and reaching out to other people across the globe Please. to collaborate and make music. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's why I like doing art. Even like the last art that I did, I like the multimedia where you, mm -hmm. you take different things where you probably wouldn't uh, put stuff together. But then they make a beautiful picture mm -hmm. like a stained glass. You know, you take these odd shapes but you can create a scene, a picture with those shapes, and like mosaics. Mosaics are the most coolest thing I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. You walk up to it and it just looks like garbly gook, and then you step away and it can make a face or something. Uh, we found this one chick on Instagram. I, I don't know her name, but she takes like little pieces of paper. She breaks it up in cardboard and like tapes it on there. And then she turns in, it's like a shadow, uh, shadow art mm -hmm. that's dimensional. How you can do like one side is one and then, and then you just the other it. side is a different picture. I, I don't know. Amazing. Cool. cool. So yeah. I like anything that's, you know, you could put together different stuff. And what you think is just a box can turn into a amazing piece of art. Yeah. It's true. Amazing. Simply Amazing. Do you want to pick your song? I should. I should. We'll stay on the, stay on the thing. Um, which one should I pick? It is. I'm gonna pick. Up to you. I'm gonna pick my the third one that I wrote down. Okay. So I picked this song. It's called "I'll Keep My Light in My Window," and it's by The Temptations, and it came out in 1984, and it's off the Truly for You album, and it's just about. Being there for everybody and being inspiring and helping where people need help and being the light in the world and where, you know, wherever you are. And if we all do that, then we could turn this all around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'll keep my light in my window by The Temptations. Let's go.
I'll keep my light in my window by the Temptations. I love the Temptations. Such a good jam. I love all R&B and everything. So, yeah. All the music. All the music. Oh, me too. It was such a positive, uplifting song. You know, just to be there for people, you know, be friends, do where you, help where you can. Yeah. And if anything, you know, pray for people, meditate on people being happy and healthy. All of us. Mm-hmm. It's all vital. It's all vital that we are connected and be a light for each other. So, yay. That was kind of the hidden thing, too. Because <laughs> we always wanted this podcast too to be uplifting for you guys an hour where you just forget about all the troubles and focus on something that at least we're going to word jazzed about music always that never stops every day every time where you look at each other and it's like oh, you know what's that or da 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 you know that's that is our thing um but there's so much in the world to be jazzed about yeah pick something that's a you know whole stained glass window of things you can pick Different colors. and So, yeah. So, the difference between stained glass and painted glass is how it is made. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, to create stained glass, an, an artisan adds pigments to the glass, and then it fires it at high temperatures to permanently change the appearance of the material. Mm-hmm. With painted glass, color is added after firing and may rub off or fade with age. Makes sense. Interesting. And the difference between leaded glass and stained glass is that, in general, leaded glass suggests no color is involved, while stained glass implies color. And if you have pieces of glass joined together, but the glass is plain or clear, that's leaded glass. Okay. And the colors in stained glass are created by working with... Da-da-da! <laughs> page <laughs> yeah sometimes those pages turn a little bit harder than other times so it's working with metal oxides during the manufacturing process and by adding different additives different hues can be produced and after cooling the glass fragments are held in place by materials like lead stone or copper foil hmm and the most renowned uh, stained glass artisan is Louis Comfort Tiffany, which everybody knows Tiffany Glass. And he gained um, international acclaim exhibiting his work in metal, glass, and jewelry alongside uh, European art uh, novu, uh designers in Paris as early as 1895. And then he, pant- he uh, patented its Favrile glass in 1892. And Favrile glass often has a distinctive characteristic that is common in some glass from classical antiquity. And it possesses a superficial iridescence. And this iridescence causes the surface to shimmer, but also causes a degree degree of of being opaque. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I like shimmery things. And they're... Their lamps are just beautiful. Mm. So, yeah. And the rarest color in stained glass was red in the early glass production days. Mm. Um, this is because it required the most costly of additives, which was gold. Oh, so yeah. to, you know, to make the red. Today, chemists have found other ingredients that produce red. 
but you will not see much red glass in truly antique stained glass. So that's hmm. one way you can tell. That's um, you know, and stained glass was often used to educate illiterate people. Hmm. Yeah. They could learn about stories about the Bible and religious teachings. Just They called it the poor man's Bible. Mm-hmm. So, and that's always my favorite. And growing up, uh, I grew up with a cathedral that has had beautiful windows. And I loved it. As a kid, I'd just sit there and stare at them. <laughs> and, you know, you can think of all kinds of stories. And they yeah. kind of come to life. And when the light moves around, they do move. So. They look different. Yeah. One craft I always really liked was the... The craft with the colored beads that you can melt I love the in the metal beads. frames. Because the looks, kids can do it. Yeah, as it long looks as they don't like need it. stained glass. It totally looks like stained glass. But it's much easier. Except you got to have those little tweezers and get all those little. Yeah. You got to make sure you got enough beads so it fills in the hole. But not too much bead so it bleeds over to the other color. Yes, it is. It is an art. an art. But I did always enjoy doing those as a kid. Me too. Those are very fun. And then you could pick the colors, mm-hmm. and I'd always have a bunch of different colors. That was fun. Because they'd only give you, here's like three colors. Yeah, three colors. Yeah. And, and they only give you like ten beads. <laughs> yeah. So I would get extras. And then we'd even save them from old, old ones. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I don't even, do they sell those still? Probably Hobby Lobby would have some. Yeah. Yay. And then we also did painted ones, but they're not as fun. Painted ones aren't as fun. I don't know. They always look blotchy. They do because it doesn't, it doesn't look like real stained glass, but the plastic beads, they look good. Then melt in the, you got to have adult to do the oven. But yeah. We say as if we're not adults, but. Well, out there, out there, you know, (laughs) just don't go to those kind that has to have an oven. You need your ma. Yes. If you're little. If you're a little. If you're a wee one. If you're a wee one, you need your mom. Your dad. Okay. So I did a little bit about light. I was like, "Eh." I was going to talk about the sun. Uh, Well, maybe, maybe we'll do a sun episode. I don't know. Yeah. there's a lot of, to that, too. There is. I didn't know how, I didn't want to make, make it too boring, like cornflakes or something, you know. <laughs> so, the definition of light is a type of electromagnet radiation that allows the human eye to see or make objects visible. It is also defined as visible radiation to the human eye. I think you just melted my brain. So there you go. That's the scientific thing. All of a sudden, wow. I'm back in eighth grade. I know. Space <laughs> science That's class. why I didn't go on the sun. Ooh. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are the, the two meanings of light? Light is a source of illumination, whether a natural one like the sun or artificial one like a lamp. Like light itself, the word can take a lot of different forms. It can be a noun, an adjective, or a verb, and it can mean bright or not heavy. That's so not heavy. (laughs) See, that's why there's something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull in the future if everything (laughs) is so heavy. Yes. (laughs) It must be. And then I thought, well, 
let's talk about to be the light. Mm -hmm. So means doing things that make you feel free and peaceful. Surrender, surrendering control, trusting your intuition, showing compassion and kindness. Which is really hard if you have anxiety, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to show kindness to yourself and then to others. Which is also hard. Yeah. Believing the simple truth that you are enough. Again, and it, that's very hard. It but, is. But if you work on it a little bit every day and just tell yourself. Yes. It because is words are pro powerful. Yes. And saying negative things and this is really hard for me because i i did grow up with a lot of verbal abuse so it's so i get i get it it's so easy to fall into negative talk about yourself and whenever i'm struggling it always goes back to that yeah yeah i mean we talked about this a little bit on the last episode too mm -hmm. like you know positive thinking and positive affirmations really do help it yeah. doesn't mean that it's easy, but baby steps, you know? But believing in something is powerful. Mm -hmm. Just like we said, when I the couple times that I said, this is going to happen. This is how it's going to be. And it came true. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa. Power of positive thinking. Mm -hmm. And so you really do have to be a light to yourself. Because when you think about it, even stained glass without light, what is it? It's a it's a dark it's a hole. You can't tell what it is. All it looks like is is gray and black mudge, smudge, smudges, smudgies. Yeah. Even even our beautiful church it would be so gorgeous in the day, but at night it just looked like gray black smudges. Mm -hmm. Can even take you can even make out anything much of it. So. Same with yourself. You can't shine. You can't see your way to any kind of anything you know, encouraging or positive or lovely in your world. If you're always dark and negative, you just keep yourself in a hole in the dark. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy for you. And then you can't help anybody else either. And I think that's... Yeah. The world's in a big dark hole right now, my humble opinion. So by each of us being light, and, and it does start, it starts a little bit at a time. When you feel yourself catching yourself saying, oh, I'm not smart enough to do this or whatever, just stop. Say no. Maybe not right at this moment. Do I know it? But that doesn't mean tomorrow I won't know it. Exactly. Or I'll meet somebody who will. I was telling you, um, what was that? Uh, Clothes designer. It escapes me. Ralph. Loren. He was just like, I didn't know how to make it, but I found people who did. He started out like selling ties, but he had a vision of clothing that he thought looked good and professional. And it was just his style, crisp and clean and, and, he goes, and I, did, I didn't know how to make them, but I knew where to find people that could. And his dream came true. Yeah. So. There you go. Got to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Let's see, where are we now? 
Uh, and it, it's about looking for opportunities to lift somebody else up. It is about making a conscious effort to do the things uh, you know to make your own light shine brighter so that you can help other people recognize the light within them. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> I got a little deep. But that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so uh, glass has long been a symbol of literature and art. Due to its transparent nature, it is often represents vision, perception, and the search for truth. Hmm. I don't know why, but I thought of the Lost Boys. <laughs> truth, justice, and the, <laughs> the American, American way. Yes. <laughs> ah, the most famous stained glass work today is the Rose Window. Um, it was created in 1250 at the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, France. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. This masterpiece, masterpiece, <laughs> the masterpiece. <laughs> it's been a long day. It has been. Uh, this masterpiece of Gothic architecture. Boy, that's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Uh, features intricate, colorful glasswork depicting various biblical scenes and ornate patterns. And it's really, really pretty. I did pull it up on the on my phone so lovely you want to pick your last song or shall pick my last song or should i do a couple jokes oh let's do a couple jokes then we'll get into songs i'll do two and then we'll save the last three Okay. okay what do you call cheese that isn't yours Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Uh-huh. You got one right, babe. I knew that one. What did the horse say after it tripped? What? Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> oh, dear. They need a life alert. <laughs> sorry. Yes, they do. The early 2000s TV watching kid and me just came out. <laughs> Okay. Help, I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> exactly. What? Order your life alert now. I feel a song coming on. <laughs> yes. So my last song that I picked. In light of our topic. Wink, wink. <laughs> I picked Light by ATs. Oh, I love this song. ATs is having a comeback. Everybody's having a comeback right now. It's, it's so exciting. It's crazy out there right now. And the VIX of three. <laughs> three VIX is coming back. <laughs> like three Racha. It's three Racha. Three VIX. <laughs> Which I think is interesting, though, because the two versions they have are called Peace and Whole. Since they are a piece of the whole. <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's, that's clever. That's that cute. That is. That is. Yeah. So next week we'll have new Vix music. Oh, they they released so the, the highlight medley today. Mm. Oh, they yeah. sound so good. They say fashion so well. Oh, they look so good. Love to you guys. Bet that's... your boots. I'm going to pre-order oh. myself a copy. There it is. <laughs> Anyways, so aside from Stray Kids and Vix, ATs is also having a comeback. I believe their comeback is the first week of December. So we got a little bit of a breather in between Vix coming back and ATs coming back. Yeah, I was just like, I was trying to think. I think all I've seen is like Yosei doing some stuff. And 
they look like kings from what I saw, but I'm not as deeply invested in the fandom as mm-hmm. I am with other groups. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I still, I love ATs. I do. I'm just, I'm not that deep into it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love them. I would go see them. I oh, listen I'd to them a lot. I see them. That's but, one um, band I'd really love to see. I do not interact as much but. in the fandom as I do with other fandoms. We have a lot of irons in the fire. There's a lot going on. I guess Dreamcatcher is also having a comeback. There's a mm. lot happening in Canada. I would have right loved now. to have seen them too. They'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. And so my last song pick is Light by 80s. Okay, let's go. Light by 80s. Yay! I was telling her one morning I woke up and that song was playing in my head. And I knew every note of that song, but I could not for the life of me figure out who sang it. It was before coffee and the brain doesn't function quite mm-hmm. as well as it does after coffee. And I was like, who is it? I know this song so well. And like she said, uh, Vix kind of ran through my mind. I'm just thinking of all the artists that I know songs pretty well mm-hmm. of. Well, and they say Starlight, my Starlight in the song. And Starlight yes. is the name of the Vix fandom. And Vix has tons of Starlight songs. Mm-hmm. So that's where my mind always goes. But then I hear Homing Jung and Mingi, and I'm like, they do have this very distinct voices. <laughs> I know who this is now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have their there's their soft playlist, which that's on and, and I love that one. So I'd hear the song before it and hear the song after it and I did figure it out within you know, after coffee. Hmm. I knew exactly who it was. Coffee saves lives and brain cells. Yes. <laughs> I'll pick my last song. Okay. I decided so I love classical music. It to me it's great music to meditate to it's like my sunday music and it makes me think of stained glass so i picked claire de lune by claude de Bussy, and it came out in i have no idea a long I time look ago. It, a long time ago go. see <laughs> but it means moonlight so claire de lune by de Bussy. Claire de Lune by Claude Debussy. It's pretty. It's very pretty. Makes you sleepy. Just a little bit, but yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It's very, very relaxing. Soothing and that's, on the soul. That's what stained glass always does for me. It just relaxes mm. me. And like I said, I was brought up with stained glass windows in my church and loved it. But I still love it. And so I miss it. I miss it. So I picked stained glass color symbols. What the color symbolizes. Cool. Yeah. So blue uh, represents sky and symbolizes hope, sincerity, piety, heaven, and it is often associated with the Virgin Mary. Hmm. 
Green equals growth and rebirth, spring, immortality, and contemplation. And violet represents truth, suffering, passion, and love. And white is innocence and purity and, and is often related to God in church windows. <laughs> and then red usually represents the blood of Christ, uh, strong emotions, and martyrdom of the various saints. And purple it represents royalty, but it is believed that Jesus wore purple before his crucifixion. So the color symbolizes suffering and endurance. And black is associated with death and regeneration. And brown is often worn by monks. So it's a symbol of renouncing worldly things. And gray represents immortality of the spirit and of mourning. Not the mourning, but morning yeah morning morning yes yes <laughs> and um yellow is usually used for the halo of saints mm -hmm. and the gates of heaven and it symbolizes glory power and divinity and rainbow can symbolize god's covenant with humanity to never flood the whole world again as well as a union <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. It I is. always liked how colors mean things and, and everything in theater and art and mm -hmm. just, yeah. You can get a lot of um, emotion and stuff out of colors. Color theory is a real thing. It really is. Mm -hmm. And mood is uh, it what is is in, what is the word? Your mood is affected by color. Yes. So if you feel down, there's certain colors you can put on and make you feel better. And mm -hmm. yeah. So I always love the purples in stained glass. Purples are nice. It just, I don't know. They always, it sounds strange, but looking at all the purple colors in the stained glass window always made me feel safe, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And reminds me of Christmas. It always, I, I miss the church Christmas the stained glass at Christmas time the most, I think. Mm. Christmas has always been so magical to me. And, and um, well, then they'd have the big nativity where they would add. It was like the whole village, which was so cool. And I loved bringing you kids there. So, yeah. So I'll finish my jokes. Okay. Okay. What's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? I have no idea. A tire. What's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? A tire. And maybe some articles of clothing. A A-T-T-I-R-E. Oh, way too sophisticated for my brain. Maybe uh, you'll get the second one better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll try. What did the drummer name his twin daughters? What? On a one, on a two. That's... <laughs> That's Anna right. one, Anna Anna one. I guess I should say Anna. Anna one, Anna two. That's better. <laughs> Anna. 
<laughs> See, I can't even it say the joke so right. Cute. That one, that one landed. The other one, just, <laughs> it's too sophisticated for me. Yeah, it'd be Anna one and a two. Yeah, not Anna. It could be Anna. It's like banana. Anna, banana. Anna, like I don't know. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. It's fine. It's late. It's fine. <laughs> okay. What do you call a hippie's wife? What? Mrs. Hippie. Mississippi. Oh. Mrs. Hippie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa. That's no, no, boy. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so they weren't that bad. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. The attire would have been good if you would have gotten it. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow <laughs> tonight. I apologize. So I, I just finished watching Suspicious Partner. And that was really good. That was with Ji Chang Wook. And the K, it came out in 2017, the K-drama. And I'm still watching Happiness, the zombie one. It's going. I'm about third of the way. But that stars Han Hyo Ju and Park Hyung Sik from ZA Band. ZA Band. Anyway. It's good. It's, I don't know. I've been trying to finish my other stuff. And I've been enjoying the reboot of Goosebumps on Netflix, starring Justin Long. Mm -hmm. Those have been really good, and they're still coming out with them. So I try not to watch too much because I don't like to get to the part where I have to wait. So That's why I'm waiting to watch Castaway Diva with Mm -hmm. N from Vix. And I hear it's really good. All the starlights are saying it's amazing. It looks amazing. I just, I, I don't like watching an episode and then having to wait and watching an episode and having to wait. I don't like doing that. Yeah. My brain doesn't like doing that. I forget what's going on. It's, I forget to watch it and then I'm not interested and then, yeah. Hmm. So I am just waiting for majority of the season to come out before I start watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not patient. I've only yeah. watched probably two K-dramas that were just started out where I had to wait and it was agonizing. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing that. I, I don't like doing it. Yeah. Especially when they always end an episode on a cliffhanger. I need to know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I need to be able to click next episode. Because it's just maddening. And then I do forget what's yeah. going on and. You get out of the rhythm of the show. Yeah. Well, I always have to go back a little bit to know, to remember what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I'm usually watching like two. I And I, I am back to watching this sea drama that I had started a while ago called Dream Garden with Gong Jun. It's really good. It, it It's a mystery one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm watching those two. Nice. But I'm still... Watching One Piece, and I probably will be watching One Piece for a while. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Considering I just started it a couple months ago, and I'm like at a, a tenth of the way through it. That's pretty good. I'm a hundred plus episodes in, so you're doing I'm, well. I'm chugging along. It's, it's a lot. You know, I always thought, do we? Do we watch more than than my generation? Does this generation watch more television or anything? I don't think so. 
I we know. did our share of, and we didn't have much to choose from, but we always, I grew up in the television watching family. Yeah. Uh, like I said, if, it, if I didn't have K-dramas, I always had soap operas growing yeah. up. I loved the soap operas and we'd talk about the soap operas. Then Twin Peaks came out when I was even working and we'd all go to the office and talk about the episodes of, oh, yeah. of Twin Peaks. I mean, the culture is still there. Like when Game of Thrones came out, I remember. We all talked about that. Everybody was talking about Game of Thrones as it was airing. I remember that, mm-hmm. which I didn't watch it till it was done because, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say I definitely, I spend more time in front of a screen than I used to. But I don't watch as much TV or movies or anything like that. Like dramas. Yeah. I read a lot on my phone is like the main thing that I do. Yeah. So I just read a lot. Well, I thought I don't read. And I'm like, no, I read all the time (laughs) because I read subtitles like all the time. So Yes, I am reading. <laughs> I, I thought that too. I was like, man, I haven't read a book in so long. And I'm like, actually, no, I do read a lot. Well, and I have friends that write. So they just send me stuff that they've written. So I'll read their stuff. And then one of my other friends showed me the Libby app, which connects to your local libraries, where you could check out books onto your phone. Oh, that's rad. And read that way. And you don't have to worry about overdue books because it just automatically goes back when it's done or you can extend it, but you don't have to worry about overdue books. What about like books on tape? Oh yeah, they have audio books that you can check out as well through the same app. You can listen to it on your phone, Mm -hmm. like when you're driving, Mm -hmm. that'd be cool. So they have audio books you can check out, not physical books, but readable books, I guess. But and it's all the only for free because it's all through sad about it. You don't library. get the hold, you know, I, I love the smell and the there feel of a book is a degree of a mental block that you have to get over mm. reading on a screen versus reading a physical book. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, I have to try extra hard to get into it than I would if I was just holding a book. Mm. But I like that it's free. It supports the local library, and I get to try out books, you know. Oh, for sure. So I can just read a couple lines and be like, oh, I really like that one. And then it just goes back into the ether from whence it came. And I don't have to worry about overdue charges. I don't have to worry about forgetting it or any of that jazz. Or somebody else's abuse of the book before you. Oh, that's the worst. I had this one book that I checked out. It was... Where the Red Fern Grows when Ugh. I was a kid. <laughs> but the the book had, whoever had it before, had some weird lotion or something, but the book smelled. And, and to this day, whenever I think of that book, because I had to read it for school yeah. and I checked it out at the library, it that book has a smell in my mind. Isn't that, isn't that weird? I was How? about to ask you That's if the you've only... ever gotten a smelly book from the library. That was it. But it, it just, yes. that it was a weird, yes. it smelled like some weird, weird lotion like yeah. your grandmother would have on the shelf. And, you know, it was just, yes. yeah. 
I've gotten weird smelly books from the library before and you open yes, it up and you're, you're just like, like oh, where have you been? <laughs> I don't know if I could befriend this book that much just because of that level of, you know. You do yeah. have to hold it relatively close to your nose, so. Mm-hmm. That is one thing I do love about owning my own books. Yes, but They're the rate at much. See, I, I love books so much that I would have an entire library if I could. But it's not practical nor realistic. And books are a pain to move. So yes. at this point, I'm like, I will just try and stick with the free online books from the library. And now I'm having my friends recommend me books and stuff. And again, that way I can just check it out. Well, if it's not your cup of tea, you can you know, exactly. send it it's, back. It's and no pain, no gain, whatever. You can check out an unlimited amount of books and they just go back into the ether when your time is up with them. Well, that saves the library a lot of time of damaging out books and all mm-hmm. then going after people who don't take care of them. Mm-hmm. So. so it's actually been quite nice. So a lot of the time I spend on my phone, honestly, is just reading. Mm-hmm. So I do read. Yeah. Which makes me happy to think about. Because for a long time I was like, I don't Because I feel like I don't. But I do. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I feel like because it's on my phone, I'm not reading, you know. But I do read a lot. But I am going to make sure that I take a little time at Christmas time to read an actual Christmas book. Just something. Dickens, whatever. Whatever. Just pick something. I have a couple little stories, Christmas stories. And I used to do that all the time. I used to read to you kids, and I always had a Christmas story and a Christmas puzzle. We need to get one out. Because at Christmas time, we'll take off her birthday and Christmas. We'll We'll take take those two weeks weeks off Mm -hmm. just because it's just too much. And so that... We will release more details on that as it gets closer to. Yeah. Just like we did last year. Just like we did last year. Then Mm -hmm. we'll come back with a new season. The the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So next week we're going to talk about pies. We'll be baking pies. Yes. Mm, Pie. (laughs) uh, Supernatural. I always think of Dean and pie. I love pie. Did you remember the pie? Dude, you forgot my pie. <laughs> and then Twin Peaks and pie. Pie is good fantastic. Cherry pie. Pie is so good. Well, that is it for this episode. This has been the Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. You guys take care. We love you. Keep singing. Bye, Kim. Goodbye. Bye.